Hey y'all, I'm your host, Caitlin Thorpe, and I'm a sassy 28, almost 29-year-old fitness and mindset coach, special education teacher, girlfriend, New Yorker living in the South, and dog bomb. This show is your spot to help you build confidence in yourself to live your best life, happy as fuck, and do those things that you've always dreamed. I want to help you build a positive relationship with yourself so that you can in turn do the same with fitness, nutrition, and all of those things in your daily life. So bear with me on the rants, the raves, and the randomness through it all. Let's get weird! What up, fam? It's Wednesday. To hop on here and talk about um, creating good habits and being a creature of habit because people always ask me how do you get up every morning how are you motivated to do your workouts every morning how are you motivated to get up every morning at 4 30 how do you do it how do you not hit snooze seven times and my answer is simply i'm a creature of habit i have built these habits over time and yes it sucks sometimes and it sucked the first couple of weeks doing it But once I keep doing it and feel better after I wake up in the morning and do my workout and have time to myself in the morning and start my day off right, I feel good. So that habit has been created in me since I was a teenager because if any of you know me, I was um, on the swim team most of my young childhood, young adult life and in college and waking up and going to early morning practices was always part of my routine. I didn't... Originally, I was not a morning person. And then I turned into a morning person having that habit throughout my life. After college and I had like that time to find me where I wasn't a swimmer. I did... I was I was a quote, quote, former athlete now and I wasn't a... Re- <laughs> a quote, real athlete anymore. I had to find that intrinsic motivation and that that habit that I had created to get up and do the things that I wanted to do. So I wanted to talk about, we we as humans are creatures of habit, right? And habits can be helpful as long as they're good habits. We are so inclined to just let our bad habits just be our bad habits and stay and live our lives on autopilot and allow them to run us. But I want you to create a good habit this week and throughout the end of the year. Yes, it is going to be hard, but once you keep doing it and doing it and doing it, it'll become easy, I promise. Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. And in the dictionary, Merriam-Webster defines habit as an acquired mode of behavior that has become nearly or completely involuntary. So ergo, it becomes autopilot and you just do it. You just do it. And once you start living your day-to-day life and having that habit, it'll automatically start creating positives in your life. If you had to consciously think about every step of every day of every ordinary melancholy task that you had to do every day, like making breakfast, driving to work, getting to work, going uh, on whatever road to get to work, or and so on. Your life would like come to a complete halt because you would freak out with all of the things you had to do in a day, not just because they're habits. 
you probably brush your teeth twice a day, right? Because you're on autopilot. It's a habit. There's no rhyme or reason. Our habits and the routines we create allow us to use that limited, minimal conscious energy for those everyday easy tasks so that we don't get stressed and we don't have anxiety. They keep us sane and they let us handle situations in logical like in logical sense, right? And because we don't have to think about the mundane stupid little habits that we've created, we can focus our mental energy on more creative and other things that are going to help our daily lives and better thoughts and being more positive. And that's where habits can be helpful. Like, if you eat healthy, quote, quote, if you eat healthy, you're most likely have built healthy habits around the food you buy and what you order at restaurants. And if you work out a couple of times a week, you probably work out four to five times a week. It's part of your routine. You don't see it as punishment. You see it as you're helping your body. Like, those types of things create those habits down the line and the more and the more and more you pour into yourself and creating these healthy habits the more and more positive self-talk you can say to yourself the more and more optimistic you can be when things in your life don't go your way and when life happens and you're kind of like well what the f right with enough practice and repeatedly doing any good behavior or any bad behavior, it'll become automatic over time. So that means even though we develop most of our habits unconsciously, we can totally consciously decide to change them. You are not stuck in whatever learned habit that you are telling yourself that you can't change. You have the choice to change that habit. You can unlearn the bad, quote, quote, bad habits that aren't serving you well and serving you in your life. But we need to start by getting out of the thought of instant gratification. We need to get rid of that. Because you know that if you take a bite of a Big Mac, you are not going to immediately gain 10 pounds. Okay? You know that. We understand that eating a Pop-Tart is not going to hinder our results but eating six Pop-Tarts every day might not slenderize our waistlines like we want. We realize that when we do these behaviors, we need to be rational around them. So if you start by taking one small habit and doing it over and over and over again, that is when it's going to pay off in the long run. The problem is that the payoff or instant gratification when we start trying to change our quote bad habits, we we don't see the long term. We we want that instant gratification. I want it done now. I don't want to do any of the work. I don't want to stand out. I don't want it to be complicated. I just want it now. That shit doesn't happen. You have to work for it. You actually have to put in the freaking work for it and start doing the habits that are going to unconsciously become part of your daily routine. You have to do the work. 
You can't sit there and expect a bad habit to go away in one week. It takes 21 days to start a new habit and stick to it. And it takes, I think, research says 60 to 90 days to make that habit stick. 90 days. That is around three months, three and a half months, a little bit over three months, 90 days. That's how long it's going to take to do a small habit and repeatedly do it. And that's not even to say that you're going to fail. And then there's going to be hiccups. And then you're going to have to do it again. Like you need to get rid of the instant gratification piece in your brain saying that it's going to happen tomorrow or it's going to it's going to happen next week or all of a sudden I'm going to be able to get up at 4:30 every morning and just do it. Some people can, but other people need to create that habit and do it over and over and over again. Even if you just get up at 4:30, wake up, go to the bathroom, look at your watch and be like, "Okay, I can go back to sleep right now." Just getting up at that time every morning, your body clock is going to start getting you up at that time to you is to start ridiculously small with your habit. Start so small that it's so easy that you cannot say, no, I won't, I won't reach this goal. Make it something that you know that you can do, but you just need to actually put forth the effort to get there. So if you have a health and fitness goal, which a lot of people do around this time, people go from zero to 100 and then they overnight, they're like, they're starting to work out every day. They're eating, trying to eat healthy every day. They're trying to meditate for 15 minutes a day when they barely have done that for five minutes in the past. That is when you are going to get tired and that's when you are likely going to quit. So start somewhere really, really small. So instead of doing an hour workout, start with a 20-minute workout or start with a half-hour workout. And if you don't know where to start, ask me. I got plenty of programs that are 20 to 30 minutes that are for beginners. Instead of switching to a new diet, add a couple more vegetables to every lunch or dinner. Like, don't make it all, all or nothing. Just start small so that you see those little celebrations and then that'll keep you going get number two get hooked on whatever habit that you are investing effort into because we have this tendency we have this tendency to be like oh yeah this is my goal blah, blah 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 and then we don't put any action towards reaching that goal you need to be very clear on what you want Get a calendar, mark it on your calendar every day, and get to work. I'm sorry if you guys hear my dog in the background. He's being a psycho right now. (laughs) Um, Number three, have clear intentions on where you want to go. If you're just writing something vague about your habit, like, oh, I'm going to try to work out three times this week, that's not going to cut it. You're going to be much more likely to fail if you don't make it clear and precise down to every detail. Make sure you write down every detail beforehand, what your behavior is going to be, where it's going to take place, what you're going to do, and you'll be more likely to follow through. So number four, celebrate your small wins. Celebrate those small victories. Because if you're like most people and like myself, you are much better at beating yourself up for like a bad a bad week or a bad day 
then you are rewarding yourself for a good one or when you had a good triumph or when you had a small win, like when you did three your three workouts that week or if you only did two, that's a small win. You did more than you did the last week. <clears throat> Celebrate those small wins. When it comes to managing ourselves for some strange reason, we prefer to like beat ourselves up. And it's a shame because research shows that Celebrating our progress is crucial to keeping our motivation and to keeping our good habits. So each time you show progress, reward yourself. No matter how small, no matter how big, you show progress towards your goal, reward yourself. Go take a bath. Go buy yourself a bath bomb. Go get um, some waffle fries from Chick-fil-A. Whatever have you. Um, go for a nice walk, go for a nice dinner, have a glass of wine, do something that makes you feel good about your progress because that will release chemicals in your brain that are similar to Atlas. Come on with the toy right now (laughs) that are similar to endorphins that it's like the feel good feeling. It'll, it'll make you feel prideful and that you're you have achieved something and it'll empower you to go on to bigger and better goals so that is going to keep you moving in the long run and my last final tip to you is to surround yourself with support surround yourself with people who are going to help you get to your goal or who are going to motivate you to get to your goal because people who are around us have a big impact on our behavior. Um, I was reading a study the other day and it showed that if you have a friend, this one is a little bit out there, but it said if you have a friend who becomes obese, your risk of obesity increases by 57%. Even if your friend lives like four states away because they're your friend and you're surrounding them in your circle, you your risk of obesity increases. I need to find out where I, fa- I wrote this study down and I need to figure out where it is because that's kind of interesting to me. But Atlas, with your freaking toy right now? Oh, my Lanta. Sorry, friends. Real life. <laughs> other research shows that when people are around other people and their behaviors, you start to feel the same way as your people, right? You adopt the same goals. You start to, when you spend more time with these types of people, you start to feel the same way they do. You start to, and if you have all these big audacious goals and they don't and they're not aligned with yours, they might not help you get to your goals. So you need to surround yourself with people who are going to help you get to your your goals. You need to have the right people in your corner. And if you want to create healthy habits, but all your friends are not doing that, it's time to get some accountability partners. It's time to make big things happen and surround yourself with new people because pessimists are only going to drag you down and people who are naysayers and say, why are you doing this? Why are you trying to be healthy? Who are you? Like, you can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. The people who are opposers, those people are not, those people are not your people because if they're not supporting you in whatever you do, you don't want them in your circle anyway, right? So it's time for you to create a support group that inspires you and picks you up when you fall and when you fail because it's going to happen. I've been there. I'm still been I've still I'm still doing that. So it's time to get a new circle if that's what you need to do. And if you need one, 
I got you, girlfriend. If you're listening to this podcast, podcast, words are hard today. You probably are in this circle already. So those are my tips for you this year with creating new habits. And I hope this is helpful to you. And if you need more help, let me know, girlfriend. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to today's episode, girlfriend. I appreciate it so much. If you love today's episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and tag me on Insta at Kate LaFonda's Life, and I'll show you some love. Until next time, fam.